When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Is this Randy Moss's first eligibility? Yeah. You think he'll go in on the first ballot? It, I think he should, but, you know, Terrell Owens, similar numbers, Obviously, was polarizing like Randy was. Um, it's going to be interesting because to me, if you put him in and you don't put in Terrell Owens and two wide receiver, receivers have never gone in together hmm. uh, in the same class, that's that's a hard sell to me because to me, it's either both of them or none of them. Who votes on uh, who gets into the Football Hall of Fame? Writers? A lot of writers, a lot of reporters. So, Sid, I, mean, I think, does. He might be. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of, I mean, so if there's a grudge, which I think. Terrell Owens, that affected him last year, mm-hmm. and it could affect Randy Moss, too, because he didn't have a great relationship with the media, which I think is unfair, but that's just the way it goes. So but to don't me, you, Don't you think that in the past, I don't know, uh, two or three years, Randy, with his TV job and being here locally, it's kind of like the John Randall thing. Uh, everything's kind of, it's fun again, and, and Randy kind of goes... I wish I would have done this a, a different way. I, I did what I did, but I wish I would have handled it a little differently. I think that's a great point. I, I think the TV thing, the post-career Randy probably helped yeah. uh, to some degree. He's been great on TV. Oh, he's I mean, wonderful. That, he, that's the perfect role for him. <laughs> At the same time, I, I just think that they made T.O. wait because of who he was to them okay. You know, during his career. I've always had a soft spot for Randy Moss yeah. because I always – look at pro athletes to see if I can detect vulnerability. And he strikes me as a vulnerable sort. Yeah. That behind that facade of bravado and smart assness and what else, there's uh there's a real person back in there somewhere. Yeah. And and I never got to know him and never dealt with him, never had to write about him. But I found him uh I found him extremely interesting. Uh I know the guy, the producer who did his thirty for thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, ran university, I think okay. that's what it was called. And he had to like chase him down in his hometown because oh, really? Randy didn't initially agree. Like, so, like, Randy didn't want to do it. Like, he wasn't like, hey, I want to put my story out there. Mm-hmm. He had to like chase him down and show up to like one of his camps. And he's like, hey, man, we're doing this. You know, are you going to participate? Or not. Because, because I think like that sort of how he grew up and the guys he grew up with, I think that's still sacred to him. Uh, and I think that says a lot about who he is and there was always a wall of mistrust i believe with anybody that that he viewed as authority authoritative you know in his life yes whether it was a coach or, or whatever that's that was just how that's just how he viewed life yep. in general and i mean you watch that 30 for 30 he grew up with a group of guys where it was like they were really tight really close everybody else was kind of you know the the enemy at the same time he's also a guy who had a lot of chances to kind of change his ways throughout his career and decided not to do it. I think he is doing it mm-hmm. after his career with the TV side. Right. Well, you kind of have to, right? You can't be 
you can't that be on the TV guy. side. Yeah, you can't be that same um, guy. But during his career, he, he didn't really do that. I covered a training camp when I was in college in Mankato, and I remember him, you know, flipping the bird to all the reporters who were sitting there as he was driving off. It was like <laughs> people were like, "Yeah, that's Randy Moss." You know, that's that's what you expect. I think it'll that could be the reason he doesn't get in. Is he bright? He strikes me as bright. Very smart guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's doing. I think he does a hell of a job on TV. He's great. Yeah, he's also. I mean, I don't know what you all think. The to me, the most talented player ever at that position. I'm not saying he's the best. He's not. I mean, Jerry Rice to me is the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of talent, he's to me on that short list of the Bo Jacksons, the Jim Browns, those physical specimens who just had something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can you can you compare? And I'm I don't break down football, but just as a more of a football fan. Between Jerry Rice and Randy, they both had such different styles where Randy was doing the the tiptoe on the sideline or just doing the one-hand grab, and I think Jerry Rice was more solid and consistent over his whole career, and Randy wasn't a flash in the pan, but he uh, his style was so different from Jerry Rice. Definitely. I mean, Jerry worked harder, in, in part mm. because I think he had to. You know, The thing about Randy was I don't know how many times we saw him and thought, he gave a hundred percent this season, right? You know, True. And, and he just had such a natural ability, a natural gift. I, again, I don't know that he had to. Well, remember, he would he would get in trouble for taking plays off. Yep. If he it was a thirty-two cross buck and there was no pass, he was just jogging down and a you know down and out. Yeah. And that that hurt him. I think thirty-two cross buck. Yeah, that's a play they run apparently. <laughs> oh. uh, HGRA Highland Grove and Recreation Association. When I was quarterback, yeah, and I always had trouble turning around, remembering which one was the fake and which one was the handoff. I could it. never, yeah. never do that. Would you accidentally run into the guy that was supposed to get the ball? Yes, and I had trouble sure. with this is the odd side and this is the even side. Do mm-hmm. any halls of fame even take into consideration your personality anymore? If you do, you're you're not going to get many guys in any Hall of Fame. Well, the Baseball Hall of Fame is dealing with that. I mean, I I don't know if the steroids thing is personality, but it it's obviously a big issue that people are taking into account beyond how a player performed. Right. You know, I, I don't know. To me, it should be objective, mm-hmm. and it should be about what that player did during his career, how great they were. And, right. and the Randy Mosses deserve to get in. To me. The Barry Bonds deserve to get in. I mean, if it's about numbers, which it is to me, because mm-hmm. how many guys would be disqualified if it were about who they were off the field? I see all these people, you know, Jim Brown was in the news, you know, talking about Colin Kaepernick and kind of being a little preachy. And I'm like, do you remember how many times Jim Brown had been accused of domestic violence throughout right. his career? Like, I right. mean, he wasn't like the greatest guy right. during his career, but now Didn't you he see hang him. a few gals out a window, tossed a few off a balcony, yeah. you know? Oh, boy. And, but now, now you see him now and he's the, the, the nice old former great player, and I get it, but it's like, don't tell me that everybody in the hall and every great player doesn't have well an interesting history. We don't have to go that far. One of the candidates up for Hall of Fame is Ray Lewis, and Ray Lewis was investigated for murder back in 2000. And mm-hmm. Is that what he in the trunk? No, that's Ray Carruth. That's Ray Carruth. Oh, Who's yeah. getting out? not be in that trunk, Ray, <laughs> yeah, Ray, 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 Ray. Steve Ray. Harvey. <laughs> Ray, Ray, gets, Ray gets out this year. I never thought Sooch would have a, a oh, Kings yeah. of Comedy record. Oh, that, yeah. That's shocking. Oh, yeah. You better not be in that trophy, Ray. 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 <laughs> Worst hide-and-seek player dumbest, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbest. You got to be the dumbest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but, I mean, Ray Lewis will be in no matter what. Yeah. Ray Lewis is going to be a first ballot, and that will be the worst Hall of Fame speech 
and the longest Hall of Fame speech we will ever hear. I got one for you that's better than that. What was that? Better better than, because I think Ray is, it's going to be an hour long. Yeah. Uh, And it's going to touch on every topic possible. Come on. I know you can find There we go. Do knows best. Ricky Henderson. And then we go to this one. So she chose it baseball for me. <laughs> chose it. See, that, sh- that can't happen. Oh, yeah. I can't even fool me. Y'all need some laughs. Because I tell you right now, all the news about your football team ain't hey, been good, good news. news. <laughs> Ray Carew. I just listened to this this morning. What the hell was this on is Ray Ray's, Ray's mind? mind? This is the yeah. clean no, version, by the way. Let me say this. I ain't here to talk about guilt or innocence because that ain't my job. I don't know what he did or whether he did or whatever. All I want to know is who helped plan the damn escape? Normally, when you're running from the law, you want to get a passport. Go to Canada, Brazil, Mexico. No, no, not Ray Ray. Ray Ray took his ass to Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) What Nashville about 200 miles in a damn car? What is your ignorant ass thinking about? Do you know who looking for you, Ray Ray? The The FBI. FBI. (laughs) Go to no damn Nashville. Like they ain't gonna spot your black ass in Nashville. And where did this little Rick try to hide? In the damn trunk. Well, I know y'all couldn't even believe that. Y'all had to be back in Charlotte going, I know good and well is in this trunk. I bet when they open, I bet to be in that trunk. Look, it's in the damn trunk. Oh, you Get your black the, yeah. ass out that trunk. You cut all the words out. I see some of y'all ain't laughing. That's funny. I don't need to get mad. You know, I'm all for mad. uplifting black people. As a little boy, he had to be the stupidest to ever play hide and go seek. Yeah. Oh my God, you got to see the Staying visual for this. on the this. other side of the tree. Yeah, he's doing this like he's peeking on the, the other tree. side of the tree. He's peeking back over his shoulder. Uh, oh my goodness. Ray Ray, ain't you going to hide? I'm already hiding. Yeah, I'm in. I'm already hiding. Oh. So Ray you Ray. guys have been referencing this for oh, years, man. and I'd never heard it. So I looked it up uh, this morning and watched it like 80 times. Yeah. That's good. such so a classic. So perfect. That is I'm the... not sure it's as good as Kevin Hart confronting no. the teacher. No. You've seen that That one. was good. Yeah, that was good. But I, that, that was one. the greatest like black comedy lineup. I mean, Steve Harvey, D.L. Hewley, Bernie Mac closing the show. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer. I yeah. mean, that was a that was a. My mama my, told, told me to tell you. <laughs> and, and just, Kevin, okay. I said you could use two cuss words. You use seventy six. Just be behind me when I get off the bus. Oh, it's, it's about, about, to, go about down. to go down. Oh, okay, just a moment, please. Uh, just a minute. I gotta find the thing. You need me? Oh. I take it uh, Parisi last night took very short shifts. I didn't see much of the game. I didn't either. 
Uh, you guys I saw a little bit of the game. Uh, yes, he was not a, uh, a a major factor, and he was taking baby steps. He even commented too. He said one of the one of the I don't know if it was his very first shift, but one of the first shifts he was out there, he was on the power play, and he said that was almost perfect mm-hmm. to be able to get a feel for the game and have the puck and control and whatnot. I know Mackie and Judd played the soundbite earlier today. So they avenged a, a loss to Florida just before Christmas, didn't they? Lose at Florida. And then they won last night five yes. to one, and I think seven of their next nine games are in uh, in town. So this, if they're going to make a move now, now. Is when it has to happen. And what did I see in the start trip? Did it twelve one and one in their last ten one and one? I ten, think, one, I think, like, ten okay. one and one. I think in their last in XL Energy yeah, Center, right? Their yeah. last home games, yeah. Yeah. which is good. That's fine if you get comfortable and you're feeling good. Let's go. That's just such a dangerous. Uh, injury, man. Like when you're dealing with a herniated. I had one in college, and I'm not saying it's the same one, but it just can linger forever. Well, just to be really careful. Just to with that. get up with that. Yeah. You know, when you're getting up from the breakfast table, yeah. it hurts. But then to go out and get your butt kicked in front of the net or yeah. skate around. No. Yeah, but he had it surgically repaired. I don't care. Right here, so, this uh, is what you need to fix because you're always going to feel. You pointing that your head. Yeah. All right. You well, always feel that phantom pain. But isn't that the concern though? This is such an important stretch, right? But you don't want to overuse him. Right. At the same time, if you're if you're him, you want to help your team. You're not back to right. and not you're a pro. You want to get play. out there. Yeah. You want to go, and you're a professional. So. They got Buffalo at home tomorrow night. They're at Colorado on Saturday. They're home to Calgary on Tuesday. That's as far out as the schedule goes in the Minneapolis paper. But uh, they've got a string of home games coming up. They're playing fair to middling foes. If they're going to make a run, now has to be the time. Because they're running out of time, to tell you the truth. Right. But how do you use Parisi in that strip? I mean, what do you, you know, do you gradually increase the role or do you say, look, man, I think it's you, now or never? I'm, no, I'm, I'm a baby step guy. I think he gradually increased the role. Baby step. Yeah, you really have to because otherwise you lose. That's what, 13 mil a year, number yeah. one? Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know. Great story. As Joe talks about in the room, you want him in the room because he's a good motivator. Uh, didn't I just read the Vikings just signed a receiver? Can you sign somebody right now? It's a Canadian Football League player, um, and he's not. I, he is not eligible for the active roster. Oh, so he can't be in the playoffs. Why, why they sign him? What's the they did the same thing last year with the guy. What was his Who name? Who is this guy? Uh, he's famous. He's a. He actually played Lock at Concordia. On. Yeah. So it's a good sports talk show that we have his name. He is a walk-on, though, right? Well, it, he doesn't matter. That's why I just saw the press release, but I didn't. I didn't bother. Well, looking what's at his the name. point of signing? What's the? Uh, I I guess I don't know why wh- why the or what the point of signing him right now is. But again, they each team does this. Uh, each playoff team does this around this time, and then they're the, again. He's not eligible for the active roster, but they keep him so that another team can't you know potentially sign him once the offseason hits. I guess I don't know what the end because most of these guys never make it anyway. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I was thinking about Such. Uh, if Zimmer- Zach Moore, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Zach Moore. No, that's not that's him. the guy. No, that's no. the last year guy. Doesn't sound like the Zach that Moore. I thought you were going to say Zach Morris. For the, uh, he played for New England. <laughs> this is why I don't talk on sports talk. Okay, <laughs> go back. Turn the mic off. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm going to have it, guys. There you go. If Zimmer leads the Vikings to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. where does he rank all time among Vikings coaches? If that happens, well, the best. Ooh, whoa, 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 on the Mount whoa, Rushmore whoa, whoa, over Bud Grant. Here. Oh, Bud took him there a couple of times, didn't he? Does he go? Oh, he's over Bud Grant. Bud took him four times. Yeah. yeah, I don't. You know what? I in one I year, no. I don't know. I people, don't know. No way. 
What is this? Zimmer's got third year, fourth year. Second to Bud, at least. It's fourth season, right? Brandon Zilstra is there the you reserve. Go. I had to, he was signed to a reserved future contract with the Minnesota I'll answer What does that mean? I'll answer for Such. Second to Bud. That's where he ranks. Even if he wins it? If, if he, he wins, wins. Four in a row. He's number one, baby. Yeah, no I'm, way. I'm with Kenny. If he, so you said if he gets there? He's second he's to Bud. But if he wins, he's, he's number, number one. Wow. Yeah. On the Mount Rushmore, he's number one. I, Just like I, see, I disagree. I think people Bud are too attached to Bud. Right. He's you won a, a Super Bowl with the Vikings. That's the, like I was telling you yesterday, Myron. If Case Keenan wins the Super Bowl, he leapfrogs every quarterback that's ever put on the uniform in Minnesota. Yeah, I agree. He does. Francis he just does. Asbury? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Fran? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The scrambler, he invented scrambling. This town well, will a little burn to the ground if they alive. win. That's how, that's I, how much I they will celebrate. I can understand that with Case. The Bud Grant thing, though, I, I don't know. I mean, the way he is revered. He walks on water. fans around but here. But the fans love Zim. great garage sales. You think Zimmer will ever have garage sales? Right, that's no. why Bud's number one. Bud's having a garage sale. Yeah, selling, selling every bobbleheads of himself. It's like selling raw water. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ice cubes. When they played at TCF a couple years ago, remember when he came out with a a short sleeve shirt? It was like 90 below zero. That's the legend of Bud Grant, right? I love the quote, too. He said, how cold is he? Like, hold my jacket. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Uh, All that will be sorted out. But I do think, think the Vikings... Will win the Super Bowl this year. Will you be disappointed? I mean, it, is that the only way they succeed given all of the circumstances? Like, do they have to not just get there but win it? No, oh, if they get there and lose, that's their fifth loss. They got to win it. Yeah. They got to win it. Why not? Why not place the expectations as high as possible? What if it's Vikings Buffalo in the Super Bowl? Oh, my goodness. Well, that would be dreadful. Well, but you'd have the two franchises yeah. that well, are all in four. What's, uh, is Buff- I thought Buffalo lost five. No, they've lost four. Okay, that would be a wonderful matchup then. The two losing a Super Bowl teams in the uh, in the league. Somebody's going out a winner. Mm-hmm. Hey, what was the name of the walk-on? Russell Ziski. No, it was no, a Brandon. You can't fool me with that. That's, Look it up, Russell Ziski. That's, that's from uh, not trading places from uh, the Bill Murray Damn movie it. where they went in the army. What's that called? Stripes. Stripes. <laughs> yes. Stripes. It was Russell Ziski. Yes. Sports talk will return in just a moment. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and it's five degrees. Uh, The Wolves are in action tonight. Uh, They'll be out on the road on the East Coast where they are playing the Nets. Are they any good? The The Nets Nets or the Wolves? The Nets. (laughs) They're they're a squad. They're a team. We're all pretty pretty knowledgeable here. You know nothing. Nobody knows anything. I know they're from New Jersey. I know, and they won't shut up about it. They're not from New Jersey. Damn it. They're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn now, yeah. That's close. I knew that much. See, see, I'm gonna pull up the standings. Which sounds ridiculous. The Brooklyn Nets. Give me a break. <laughs> they are uh, not good. They are 14 and 23. And they got D'Angelo Russell still out, so they're yeah. Uh, they're gonna be bad. Uh, the Gophers in action. They're bad, tonight. Joe. They are. They're bad. Nobody knows anything. Yeah, the 14 and 23, Joe. Yeah, the Nets. Yeah, definitely the 14 year. and 23. Yeah. Gophers. Gophers. How? Uh, um. What about yes, Boston? Right? Are they any good? Yeah, yeah they're, they're really they're good. good, actually. Yeah, they're number one. I seed. know that. See, I know that. <laughs> 
Gophers, big 10 action tonight. They'll play Illinois at Williams Arena. Rook, what would you say, you know, between one and four, what percentage of your time do you spend annoying Rook, the mayor? Rook, if I didn't know you going to four? and I was a listener, I would write a hate letter to oh, you I, every day. I get it all the time. I get it all the time. But I know you, and you crack me Shut up. Shut up. Uh, don't speak. You don't know what you're talking about. So I'm just basically Do they ever tell you on. stick to traffic? Yes, yes. Stick to traffic? How yeah. many of those uh, letters are from your wife? Uh, Shut up. Don't speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Vikings now. Here you at least just say one word to me. <laughs> <laughs> My last glass of bourbon signed the rookie. Uh, here's that story that you guys were talking about. The Vikings signed coveted CFL receiver Brandon Zilstra. He's a former star at Concordia Moorhead in New London Spicer High School. The Cobbers. Been signed to a reserve futures contract. Uh, he's 6'2, 215 pounds. Led the CFL in receiving yards this year. Oh, wow. 1,687. He played for the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, he had several NFL workouts, including one at Winter Park on December 8th. Uh, the futures contract means he'll be added to the Vikings' 90-man offseason roster once the 2018 league year begins in March. And he is not to be, this is confirming, not to be confused with Russell Ziski, who is a English community ed teacher so many years ago. This is basic English. <laughs> My name is Russell Ziski, and I'm going to be your instructor for the next five weeks. You can't play the so funny part, I want you to call part, me though. Russell, oh, and I'm going to call not. you by your first name. No, that's because, weird. frankly, I'd have a pretty tough time pronouncing some of your last names. We've and lost him. He passed away yeah, a few Harold, years. I did not know that. Ramos, yeah. Yep. News notes from today. Was he sick? Yeah, he died of the flu. Let me uh, check that. You guys don't know anything. <laughs> Cause of death was complications wow. from autoimmune inflammatory vasculitis. How old was uh, he? 70. Huh. What? It's not a good way to go. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't know he was that old. News notes from today. St. Paul. Bobby Hall is 79 today. Wow. I really? thought he was older really? than that. Huh. Wow. I thought he was older than that. You don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the catchphrase. Yeah. Huh? You, don't you don't know anything. You don't know anything. Uh, news notes from today. Paul Manafort, the former Trump campaign chairman indicted on money laundering and other charges, has now filed a lawsuit challenging the authority of special counsel Robert Mueller and alleging the Justice Department violated the law in appointing Mueller. The suit brought today in U.S. District Court in Washington, where Manafort and another Trump campaign aide are charged, challenges Mueller's decision to charge Manafort with alleged crimes that they say have nothing to do with the 2016 campaign, but rather relate to lucrative lobbying work that Manafort and his deputy did for a former Russia-friendly government in Ukraine. That work ended in 2014, according to the suit. Manafort and his deputy Rick Gates deny the allegations in the charges. St. Paul police are investigating the death of a man whose body was found outdoors on New Year's Day in frigid weather. Friends have identified him as Mario Faulkner. Mama's Pizza of St. Paul posted on social media saying Faulkner had worked at the restaurant for 10 years. Police spokesman Sergeant Mike Ernster said officers were called late Monday morning to the Summit University neighborhood after Faulkner was found unresponsive. Ernster said he was found outside, exposed to the conditions. Authorities say they do not believe foul play is expected in this case. Pretty common for old satellites and other space junk to come falling back down to Earth. But while hundreds of pieces of debris come down each year, scientists are nervously watching a 19,000-pound Chinese space station's course. 
It's out of control route is making it impossible to figure out where parts of it will end up. The unmanned space lab named Tiangong-1 is expected mm-hmm. to crash down to Earth in March. Uh, earlier, we had this story earlier, you might remember, because they thought it was going to come down in late 2017, and it mm-hmm. didn't. Now, that is worrying the experts because they say China obviously has no control whatsoever anymore over any parts of the spacecraft. According to a November analysis by the European Space Agency. Isn't it full of disease? No, no, no disease. Oh. Well, no. Not like raw I, water. Well, I was reading, I thought it was full of germs. They're expecting most of it will burn up in the atmosphere, but they are saying uh, large portions could survive and reach the Earth's surface. According to their reports, there's one in 10,000 chance that the massive space lab would actually crash into a populated area and damage anything. Well, the odds are slim. Is there a future uh, futures bet in Vegas on this? This sounds fun. <laughs> Why do you say disease? Do they have, like, canned disease that they I sent thought I out? read there was a uh, out-of-control uh, a machine up there that had, was full of germs. That they huh. actually launched to get yeah. rid of? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I did not see that part of Oh, well, you guys don't, don't know anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't know anything. Mm. How do we lose that? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know anything either. <laughs> no, but no, Welcome to the club. Nobody knows right. anything. I know he better not be in that truck. Yeah. Been almost a year since Los Angeles residents felt any real rain, and there's very little snow in the Sierras, so... Uh, they're saying, again, they may have problems with drought. Oh, no. Water officials carry out the first of their regular ritual winter snow measurements before news cameras. They'll do that yet today, late this afternoon. They'll plunge rods into snow packs to measure the snow depth. Water managers then use the event to acquaint Californians with the state of the water supply. I take it the fires are out because we're no longer hearing of them. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they're saying the fire is proof that it's probably very dry again. They haven't, uh, like I said, measured the snow yet. They are worried that dryness may bring back the same drought that caused all the problems last year. Hmm. Paul Sorvino, the actor. You know Paul, right? Always sure. played mobsters and that kind of thing. Sure. His daughter is Mia Sorvino, the actress. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if you've been following the Harvey Weinstein thing, uh, Paul uh, or Harvey wasn't very nice to Mia Sorvino and be- basically got her blacklisted from films. Paul Sorvino is now threatening Weinstein, saying he'll whack the accused sexual predator for blacklisting his Uh daughter. I don't think he can do that, right, in real life? Sorvino told TMZ, if I meet him on the street, he ought to hope he goes to jail, because if we come across, I think he'll be lying on the floor somehow magically. I will kill the bleeper bleeper. Wow. wow. On TMZ? Uh, Yes, TMZ, yes. Sorvino was reacting to the news from last month that Harvey and Bob Weinstein discouraged director Terry Zwigoff from casting Mira Sorvino in his movie, a Goodfellow's actor told the gossip site he didn't know the extent of Weinstein's alleged behavior at that time. He said, if I had known it then, he definitely would not be walking right now. He'd be in a wheelchair. It's funny she didn't tell her dad. Uh, he, she didn't know it until this all came out oh, last oh, month. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. I'm sorry. Basically, Did she reject his advances? That's correct. Rejected mm-hmm. his advances. And uh, they wanted to use her uh, in several films. Wigoff wanted to use her in Bad Santa. But every time he talked to the Weinsteins about her, they would hang up on him. Hmm. Wow. So uh, she was you not. Be I, careful. 
not well, hired. Well, she wasn't so uh, deprived of much not being in Bad Santa. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a classic. Bad Santa. And Bad Santa, yeah. too. I, I got a John one. John Ritter and Bernie Mac. Oh, you my lay God. around on your couch and eat Velveeta. I suppose that's a classic. <laughs> the, the scenes with Bernie Mac and John Ritter are classic. <laughs> What's the one I'm thinking of? With, Bad, Bad Santa. Santa. No, with Bernie Billy Bob Thornton. Yes, yeah, Bad Santa. Yeah. Oh. It's become a Christmas classic. Well. I don't know about classic. It's in fact, good. there was a scene, I believe, involving a modium AD, right? <laughs> the scene I like <laughs> is where Ritter's describing to him what Bad Santa's doing in the woman's restaurant, <laughs> in the woman's dressing room. Oh, my God. It's so classic. Oh, yeah. It was good enough to, they made a Bad Santa too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How did that sequel. happen, right? I've not seen it. The story uh, had not been told. I don't, I, I don't want to see two. I did enjoy. I thought one was very good. I yeah, it's a good movie. Boy, I wish two. we could say that line. It really would be. Funny. No, I, I don't think <laughs> no, we should. There's no way around it. Last day on radio. Program. I don't think so. That day, gotcha. I don't think right so. after right. Joe's Kardashian right after. theory. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Just a moment. Here we go. Alaska Airlines is calling in an exterminator after the company says a rat boarded one of its planes at Oakland International, forced a whole flight to be canceled. Airlines said passengers had already boarded the Portland, Oregon-bound flight when the rat jumped from the jetway onto the plane. Passengers on board came off and the plane was taken out of service. Most of the 110 passengers scheduled to take the flight rebooked on a later flight to Portland. Alaska Airlines says it will resume using that particular plane when a professional exterminator certifies it's rodent-free. I would have uh, done the Roycey move. Let's take a vote and go. Who cares? (laughs) Hamburg, New York, claims to be the birthplace of the hamburger. Well, it's not. Uh, I'm just you telling recall? you that's what they're yeah. claiming. Uh, Hamburg, uh, we were, Germany. We were coming back from Cooperstown yeah. with the Kirby and Winfield's uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. We're driving from Albany, and it was the worst radio we'd ever heard. <laughs> yeah. They did the quiz. Where did the hamburger come from? Oh, Hamburg. 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 Oh, oh. <laughs> such a kick out of that. We're looking at it going, they're doing live radio and talking about Hamburg from well, Hamburger? Well, what do you think they say when they hear us? We didn't know what the Brooklyn Nets were. You know what they say? Yeah, good point. You know what they say? Huh. They don't know anything. <laughs> they don't know anything. Well, Hamburg does claim to be the birthplace of the hamburger, and the town board just approved a project that might pave the way for the town to show off their claim to fame. What will they do? Have a burger joint. Nope. If you take a drive down to Howard Road in Hamburg, you'll notice an ordinary water tower. Yeah. Oh, turning it into a burger. Oh, oh, transform it to creative. look just that like genius. a that's hamburger. My God. Very clever. Monday, the town board approved uh, persons to begin raising money for the project. The taxpayers will not need to pay for the paint job. It will be done entirely by fundraising. The petition already has received 2,000 signatures in support of the project. Why don't they try to sell it to one of the chains and get them to pay for it? Sponsor? Yeah. Sponsor what town? What, where, where is this? Hamburg, New York. Hamburg, New York. I <laughs> <laughs> think it was in Waterville, Joe. <laughs> Up there in New York, upstate, maybe? Yeah. Joe, do you like meatloaf? Uh, I like... Uh, <laughs> wow. Wait, the singer or the, the day after. I like it the day after. The day after. Yeah. Makes a good meatloaf. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Canada, it's been very cold, just like it has here recently. Sure. Some residents of a village west of Edmonton awoke earlier this week to a very loud bang. Well, that's damn near where the Eskimos are. Oh, that's it's above w- the tree line. It's a frost quake. That's what Kennedy that is. Kennedy lost a uh, Kennedy. 
Kenny lost a uh, sledder. Yeah, uh, up there in uh, Wyoming, high it? riding, and yeah. he got killed in the avalanche. Wow. Oh, really? Local yeah. guy. Oh no, uh, another guy. local guy, mm-hmm. Minnesota guy. Oh no, mm-hmm. I had a professor who. You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. You guys don't know anything. <laughs> I did because I heard John say yeah. the conditions are so tricky in December and January. Out Why there. is that? Uh, it's just a lot of snow on top of snow, and it's just an unstable base and an unstable middle and an unstable mm. top, and it doesn't take much to make it slide. Yeah, no uh, in Edmonton, after hearing the loud bang, folks woke up and reported cracks in their homes and in the ground. Yeah, that's a frost quake. That's correct. Alberta Beach Mayor Jim Benedict says people thought something had hit their homes. Alberta Energy Regulator Spokesman Jordan Fitzgerald said staff at the Regulator's Alberta Geological Survey confirmed there were two seismic events of about 2.0 magnitude late Monday night. They can't confirm the exact location. He said staff think there may have been a natural earthquake or what Kenny just said, an ice quake, which he says occurs when cold winter temps cause groundwater to freeze quickly, causing the ground to suddenly crack. Benedict says the water table in the area is high and says it's possible it froze and popped. Well, sometimes, you know, uh, your roof will crack. <laughs> there we go. And, and, uh, and that's a frost situation, isn't it? That's a contraction of the expansion joints. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I think some way back when, I'm not yeah. sure when it but was. It'll happen in your roof. There was a uh, there was a trouble. Some guy called into Saturday Sports Talk. Yeah. And he had big time trouble. Right. And then when the guy tried to find it really fast, he could not find it because it wasn't in the system there. Yeah. Right. But it'll uh, happen. Uh, yeah, okay. it'll happen. It'll happen. We've Hello. all heard it. Oh, yes. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Here's my question. Uh, since it became really cold out, bitterly cold, we've been noticing a lot of snaps or cracks in the house, particularly uh, in the wee hours of the morning. And I have a feeling it's from expansion and contraction. But my question is, what causes it? And is it, is this a serious problem where I should have any concern? Well, not only is it a serious problem, what's happening there is the double flanges on the joists are uh, expanding counterclockwise in uh-huh. the ice. Uh-huh. Uh, there have been occasions when people should leave their home uh, depending on the, uh, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. Uh, it's almost like a pregnancy thing. Uh, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. If they're within, let's say, 30 seconds of each other, I think you're looking at a night in the Motel 6. You're kidding. No, that's a uh, flange joist contractual uh, expansion problem. Well, we just noticed it one night, mainly. Well, that's all it takes. That's the way it starts. One night, hell, the next night you hear them more often. Again, if you hear them within 30 seconds of each other, I'd put the family in the car and get the hell out of there. You're really kidding. It's it's, a, it's only a 25-year-old home. Well, they, didn't, it, it, they it don't has, build them like they used to. Uh, but it hasn't done it for many, many years, and we just had our kitchen renovated, which oh. we, we moved some of the old cabinets, or all of the old cabinets, and they put in new. Sheetrock? Any sheetrock yeah. used? Pardon me? Did they use any sheetrock in the new kitchen? Yeah, we had some soffits removed. And soffits removed. It's, this is classic. This You're is kidding. a typically classic pattern. Well, what caused it to do that? The double flange uh, backup on the joist, that counterclockwise <laughs> expansion. But why 
why hasn't it done it for 25 years? Well, you've you, uh, had this early, uh, tremendous amounts of snowfall. They built up your ice dams, and now you've got all of that ice on your roof and this sudden cold weather, and it's, uh, it's a very unique uh, situation. Does it happen often? <laughs> Or you say it's unique. I think it doesn't happen often precisely because you don't often get that early season snow. I see. Have, have you heard of much of this happening recently? I've known families have had to leave for the winter. <laughs> well, what's going to, what could be the worst scenario? Could a house collapse? Absolutely. Just dump down right on you. I'd get out of there. you got to be kidding. No, I'm not, sir. Thank you for calling. Yeah, Good, okay. luck. Good, Good luck. Good luck. You know... Oh, I hope, somebody, somebody, I hope his friend is listening. Somebody straighten Hey, that buddy, out. straighten that guy out. Uh, we have no idea. I don't Look, know. I if anybody's on hold for 30 minutes listening to us talk about whatever we were talking about and still thinks it was home and garden talk, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Well, that, uh, that was when you were really good at the job. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what? You guys knew something back then. Yeah. yeah. I had to keep waving Patrick off. I, I kept going like this. Don't say anything, because he would have said, ah, we don't have to handle it. I mean, uh, I've got my tool belt. What do you need? Uh, I love who you asked. Sheetrock? Did you shoot? No. They put it up with wooden Isn't sticks. Isn't it funny how Patrick gets a conscience on things like that? He does that a lot. No, no, no. I was waving him off because right, he was going to kill the bit. Oh. He would have oh. just stumbled all over it. He would have brought a whole lot of not it. funny oh, to oh, the so bit. Oh, so it wasn't guilt or anything No, like God, that. no. No, no, God, no. I think what needs to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been one of those bits. No, he would have early on said, thank you for calling. Goodbye. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah, and then we never would have had that. Give me the rap sign. Let's that go. Delight, that was classic. Delightful thing there. <laughs> Myron Metcalf of ESPN once again in for Patrick uh, for the ride. What do you got planned? Talking a lot of T-Wolves and some Gophers facing Illinois tonight. And we'll keep going with some Vikings conversation. I'm, I'm still uh, still not resolved on everything with Case Keenum and my thoughts on this sort of lack of appreciation. So we'll see uh, what we get out of it. But you know what would cure that? Getting to the Super Bowl, that would cure it. You think big getting time. to it, or would he have to win it? No, I think getting to it. Yeah. I, winning it would be wonderful. Uh, but I, I think people are going to. I think maybe we're underestimating how much the fans value him. I yeah. don't know. I just wonder what happens if he has a horrible game in that first game and they somehow lose. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see Philadelphia advancing. I'm not sure I see New England advancing. I th- I but think I know nothing. You know, we don't know anything. I think the Patriots will get there. Yeah. This is just a lot of pressure on the Vikings. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's six degrees. The ride is next.